So I am, I'm curious, I'm dying to know, we get a little preview. What were some of the words that started to come up as we were putting out, if you were putting in the QR code or filling out the little, uh, uh, the post-it? Uh, what were some of the words that were coming up for you? Yes, Greg. Relevance. Relevance. Ooh. Yes, Dave. Love. Mm -hmm. Togetherness. Community. Inclusion. Community. Yeah. Action. Hope. Compassion. Mm -hmm. Support. Support. Yes, Mary. Love and acceptance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Justice. Mm -hmm. Part of the conversation we've been having um, every so often uh, is talking about some of the, what's known a little bit as kind of the big three in religious uh, education for all ages, which is faith development is all we do. Unitarian Universalism is all we teach. And the congregation is the curriculum. So let me expand on that a little bit. So yesterday, uh, yesterday, and actually we'll go into this weekend, into today as well. Yesterday was a, a really wonderful and rich example of faith formation, how the congregation is the curriculum. Um, in being able to remember Linda, uh, some of us attended uh, that and participated, because that includes cherishing also um, the depth of the church community in all times of life, as well as cherishing those in particular that we remember. Some of us attended uh, the conversation with election officials yesterday afternoon um, as part of the Defending Democracy campaign created by Illinois, Pe Illinois People's Action yesterday afternoon. And then all kinds of people and creatures and characters were part of the trunk or treat. So the contrast, if you will, of seeing Fellowship Hall set up yesterday for the memorial reception uh, with tablecloths and roses and, and very elegant and nicely done. So that was the, the, the morning and the afternoon. And then for the trunk or treat, it was we're going to haul all the tables out to the patio and we have orange and black and cupcakes and frosting and potatoes and it was a great mess and a great crowd. It's part of how much we transform and prepare for the ever-flowing life of the congregation, for our ever-flowing experience as human beings, as individuals, and as people. It is a way to make tangible our own process as people, our own shifting lives as individuals. So this sanctuary, this church, the, the fellowship hall, all beautifully and lovingly designed and prepared. What matters most is the life that we bring into it and grow as we gather together. That's what the, the faith development is. That's what the congregation is, the curriculum is about. And we do that in a Unitarian Universalist context because we hold the values of love and hope and justice and action and compassion 
and careful examination and thought, because, you know, we like a good science uh, theory as well. We like all that we find and is revealed in nature before us. So many sources that come into our lives and help us find meaning and truth. Now, every so often, there is a larger review of our individual and denominational growth. Um, and today, as we said, we were part of adding to our, uh, the larger work as a denomination. Um, so what we're participating in in this moment is called Threshold Conversations. Uh, my colleague Joy Berry describes it a bit. Threshold Conversations is, part, is a project in process, actually. It's the work of religious educators from Unitarian Universalist institutions, such as our larger association, the Liberal Religious Educators Association, the FAS Collaborative at Meadville Lombard Theological School, and Star King School for the Ministry. And the goal uh, for these threshold conversations is to update and reimagine and renew what was the work of six conversations. Um, those were visions for lifespan religious education. It was first published in 2001. So, you know, it's been 20 years. It's okay to look at these things again, right? Um, and so like the contributors to the Essex Conversations, we seek to understand and attend to the emergent needs of our congregations, of our communities, not just our congregations, but all of Unitarian Universalism, and also be paying attention to the complex world beyond these walls and beyond this faith, um, because that also needs our attention. And to do so in a way that's really grounded in our values and our principles. So like the Essex Conversations, Threshold Conversations seeks to kind of uh, lift up and promote the essential nature of our work in religious education uh, because it is such a learning process. Simply being in our congregations is this learning process, a lifelong learning experience. And we're doing so in a way that's not a top-down kind of ordering or thinking about things, but really is a coming up from each person and each congregation. So right now, uh, and I, I really appreciate that, that these bodies are having this conversation right now because we're kind of collectively having a, a threshold moment. Because in this time, of social change, political change, climate change, as well as, you know, kind of phase three of pandemic, um, we are very much still rediscovering and reconnecting with what church means, um, with, with education and worship and social action, and frankly, simply being social with each other. Um, we're still a little bit squirrely, right, around like, how do we interact with each other? And so it also kind of made me think about the, the question I came up for me this week. I was able to attend the um, Big Table conversation hosted by the Peoria Chamber of Commerce, where they invited folks, a broad invitation to folks from the community to come and think about how to improve diversity and inclusion in Peoria, how to ignite uh, job growth, how to improve quality of life, and more. And the question that came from that conversation for me was, what are we building here? 
You know, what are we building here? And this is all part of that, you know, why we do what we do, why we gather every Sunday, why we gather every week. We have a history course sponsored with the, created by the First Unitarian Church in Dallas on Tuesday nights right now, for example. So answering what we teach and what we learn is foundational to where we're going. That question of mission and vision and aspiration, as well as the question of day to day. And I want to recognize that uh, the task, the object, uh, is not. I know I'm going to speak. I know Unitarian Universalists. We we love a good word. We love libraries and books. I mean, one might say that we have a certain salvation by bibliography kind of bent, if you will. You know, let me send you an article about that. That will help reveal everything, right? I mean, you know, me too, right? All of us. It's okay. And, but part of what we're talking about in terms of faith development is recognizing that this is not a perfect or linear process. That the work is collectively emerging as we gather in every moment. Every new moment is shaped by who is with us and who is around us and our moods and our emotional tone and everything. It is not rational. It's not linear, but it is human. And we don't have to get the one right word either. So as you're thinking about words, there's no one right answer. It's simply part of what shows up and what we speak to. That says so much in any moment. It's not a perfect process. It's not an immaculate springing forth. We don't do immaculate conception, right? We don't do that. It is not just as perfect springing forth in completeness in a moment. It is thoroughly, uh, the work we're doing as a congregation and as a faith and so on is thoroughly messy, like the frosting from yesterday's cupcakes getting everywhere. And it's a little hard to scrub off because there's so much butter in them too. Mm -hmm. And it's even the work that we do as a faith and as a congregation is certainly difficult. It takes courage itself simply to say, yes, we're going to be a community. We're still getting into practice with how to reach out with one another, how to own mistakes and harm done and apologize for, maybe it just is frankly neglect and busyness or when we project our own fears and anxieties onto one another and ourselves. I mean, we are just seriously squirrely, only about the upcoming election, never mind anything else. Can I get an amen? Yes, that election. Mm -hmm. So the congregation is the curriculum. It is when and how we are create a place safe enough and brave enough for example, to speak directly and honestly with each other. You know, that is, I will affirm that that's one of the things I think we are building together. And it's not because I'm saying that, it's because I've heard you and us say this again and again. If we can do that, we can accomplish that task, 
that would be something wonderful. So today is yet another beginning and yet a larger question of how this congregation and this people grow and learn and teach. So thank you for being part of this ongoing experiment in congregational life, for aspiring to a larger life, for nudging each other onward to live out a faith that respects the dignity and worth of everyone, that holds true that each person has a voice and should have a vote, and that we are mutually and inescapably dependent on each other. And we are mutually dependent and intertwined with our larger world, even what we cannot see around us. And certainly, certainly we do this work because we know that new truth, new revelation, new possibility is always, always potentially there. So thank you for being part of this element of the threshold. I look forward to seeing where we cross into together.